the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Management Studios. This is AM 1280. The Patriot. WWTC. Minneapolis. St. Paul. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. A video posted on Facebook appears to capture the shooting that left at least 17 people injured at a downtown Little Rock nightclub in the early morning hours today. Little Rock Police Chief Kenton Buckner told KATV it appears there may have been more than one shooter. It's too early to know that, but based upon uh, the number of individuals that, that were injured, I would say that it probably would be multiple uh, uh, shooting suspects. The video posted online by a club patron shows a packed house for a concert at the Power Ultra Lounge. That's about a mile from downtown. Nevada has become the fifth state in the country with stores selling marijuana for recreational purposes. People began buying pot early today, just months after voters there approved legalization for recreational marijuana use back in the November election. That's the fastest turnaround from the ballot box to retail sales in the country. This is SRN News. Joe Walsh says the Democrats need to take a joke. And I love all people, rich or poor. But in those particular positions, I just don't want a poor person. Does that make sense? <laughs> I just love that. Who would you want to be Commerce Secretary? Some rich dude or some homeless poor dude? No, I mean it. But the left so despises Trump, they don't even recognize something humorous. The Joe Walsh Show. Weeknights at 11 on AM 1280. The Patriot Intelligent Radio. Good afternoon. The Northern Alliance Radio Network and the headliner, the Big Wheel, Mitch Berg, are up next here on The Patriot. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. Don't forget to tune in tomorrow to Brad Carlson, The Closer, at 2 p.m. And for the best economic insight, tune in to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440, Saturday and Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. From the Blue Ox Heating and Air Weather Center, mostly sunny today. Highs in the upper 70s, mostly sun for Sunday. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This hour of the Northern Alliance Radio Network is brought to you by Thompson Building and Remodeling. With over 30 years of experience in home repair and remodeling, Thompson Building and Remodeling can ensure you of a quality job done right. From expert roofing, siding, and window installation to full additions and more. To see their work, visit online at thompsonpros.com. Thompson supports the Northern Alliance Radio Network to bring Patriot listeners a local voice in local and national politics. The Northern Alliance is on. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Berg. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The shining spot of red in the sea of dingy, dismal institutional blue. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name, Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info. I'm also found on the web at True North, which is looktruenorth.com, the official center for center-right political thought in the upper Midwest. This is known as the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network because it's Saturday. Uh, Don't forget, Brad Carlson is every Sunday. From 2 to 3 here at AM 1280, The Patriot. And uh, our friend King Banyan is heard every Saturday morning from 9 to 11 a.m. on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. We are available uh, on the radio at AM 1280, The Patriot, of course, as always, on the air for 14 years now, uh, doing the voodoo we do. We're also available by, uh, on, uh, you can reach us by phone on 651-289-4488. You can uh, join the conversation on Twitter at hashtag N-A-R-N. We monitor the conversation there as well. Uh, if you go to my blog, shotinthedark.info, you can find the information about how to join this show by via many other mechanisms as well via web stream although i gotta say we're having a little internet trouble here at the station right now and looking at the video i look a little bit like max headroom 
kind of the way Max Headroom used to kind of bounce around the screen back in that uh, 80s TV classic. Those of you who remember it, and if you don't, it's okay. It always annoyed the bejeebers out of me. Anyway, uh, let's see. What else is there to tell you here today? Oh, gosh, yeah. It's been a been a busy, busy week. Let's see. I, I, I couldn't help but notice this piece here. Johnny Depp. You remember, may remember him. He was a famous actress for a while. Actor for a while. Sorry. Ah, slip of the lip. That honestly was a slip of the lip. He's a, a famous actor a while ago. I guess he still acts. He's he's in, I guess there's Pirate, Pirates of the Caribbean 8. Didn't that just go direct to video last week or so? I forget. Anyway, uh, Johnny Depp uh, asked, when was the last time a president was shot by an actor? Well, that's 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 simple. That was John Wilkes Booth back in um, 1865, shot Abraham Lincoln. Now, my, my question back, if I could talk with Johnny Depp face-to-face, mano a mano, ombre a ombre, what I'd love to ask him in return is, does Johnny Depp know when the last time an actor was chased into a barn and, and died in a flaming hail of gunfire? Why, that was also John Wilkes Booth in 1865. Just saying, Johnny Depp, you buy the ticket, you takes your chances anyway. Uh, but I'll take it easy on Johnny Depp. He's been too busy assassinating his career lately to uh, worry about the president. Uh, oh, by the way, phone number 651-289-4488. Join us if you can. I'd love to hear from you. It's looking like a gorgeous day out there today. And, and we've noticed that when the days are really gorgeous out there, the phone calls drop way off. But we'd love to have you join us one way or the other here, 651-289-4488. Of course, I'm also on Twitter at hashtag N-A-R-N. A story that came up in the news this uh, past week kind of uh, kind, kind of caught my attention. We, we've talked about this on the broadcast before, and of course we've talked about this with our uh, good friend at the National Review, Kevin Williamson. One of the ways the, the left, uh, the big left, in particular the institutional left, uh, pays for itself, sustains itself, makes itself a permanent institution, is they make sure that their institutions pay for their political classes, uh, up, upkeep and, and, and feeding and care over time. It, 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 when a liberal politician is coming up through the farm clubs, they need, the, the Democrats realize something that Republicans usually don't, and that is that they need to be focusing on politics full-time without having to worry about things like uh, paying for a living or working a day job, uh, or at least working a meaningful day job the way that you and I have to do. And so they've come up with this elaborate system of keeping their people fed, housed, clothed, sometimes in great style, and, and otherwise paid for by using the system that supports them and vice versa. It's a symbiotic system, as they say. Uh, and, and, and this system is this, this immense series of government union jobs and nonprofit positions and positions in consulting for education and, and of course, positions in academia doing meaningless lecturing jobs at universities. Uh, these are the sorts of jobs that liberal politicians get when they're not in office, when they're running for office, when they're getting ready to manage someone's campaign. These are sort of, when you, when you think of government unions, like the teachers union, SEIU, ASCME, MAPE, any of the big government employee unions, whenever you think of nonprofits like, I don't know, the Minneapolis Foundation, the Urban League, uh, any of these uh left-leaning nonprofits, Planned Parenthood for that matter, uh, whenever you think of any of the big, most of the big trade unions, especially public unions, but even the, uh, even the private sector unions, they, they play to this game to some extent. Whenever you hear about people working as consultants in the education industry, consultants to the educational industrial complex, what you need to remember is that they are sort of the AAA farm club of the Democrat Party. Uh, case in point this past week, the chair of the Metropolitan Council will step down from the Twin Cities Regional Planning and Transit Organization at the end of July. Now, you may recall a few years back, Adam Dunink, 
uh, was a subject on this very broadcast. We we had a, a, a word talking about him with our friend Senator Dave Osmack. Uh, Adam Dunick, of course, was uh, recruited as the chair of the Metropolitan Council. He was the uh, first person to serve full-time as the chair of the council, which has always been a part-time position before. He took the job a little, it was only, seems longer than that. It's been two years ago. And as our friend Senator Osmack pointed out at the time, two years ago, he had no experience running, well, much of anything. He has been he's spent his entire life, not a very long life. He's a fairly young fellow, I think probably barely in his 30s. Uh, and he was basically just this schmo who had been a, a player in the political system. He'd been on, on I believe, Governor Dayton's staff. He'd have been, he had been uh, in all the place, right places at the right times with the DFL throughout his entire career because that's what he is. He is a junior-level DFL apparatchik. And this was the way that he was being kept fed while uh, he was w- waiting on his next political job. Anyway, he but he had no position and he had no experience in things like transportation, transit, roads, traffic engineering, uh, traffic policy. Uh, none of the things that the Met Council does, whether it's trains, roads or it's one actual legitimate job coordinating metropolitan sewer systems. Which is what the Met Council originally existed to plan and, and rationalize so that every little suburb in the entire metro area wouldn't have to build its own sewer system. Which, by the way, isn't the dumbest thing for a pseudo-governmental body to do. I mean, why should Richfield have one sewer and Bloomington have another? Why, why should Moundsview, not Moundsview, Robbinsdale and New Hope have two different sewage systems. It makes no sense. So that was almost a legitimate role for an organization like the Metropolitan Council. Because sewage, not to put too fine a point on it, is one of those things that makes civilization and metropolitan areas in particular possible. And if you can't imagine why that's the case, I imagine urge you to imagine what a major metropolitan area would be like if everyone was still using outhouses. Need I explain more? I think not. Anyway, Adam Dooney has experience in none of these things. None of them. Well, he had none when he, we took on the job as the full, for first full-time employee with a generous six-figure income two years ago. He was replaced by a uh, person named Alina Chernoff, uh, Chernoff? Yeah, I think so. Currently, the uh, state rail director, like uh, Dunink Chernoff, will be a full-time chair. The chair of the Metropolitan Council is appointed by Governor Dayton. The Met Council runs Metro Transit, which operates the uh, bus and rail transit system around the seven-county metro area. It also manages wastewater and establishes development plans. Now, here's the, the kicker. Dunink is leaving to be the director of the Government Affairs Office of the Northern States Regional Council of Carpenters, a union group overseeing carpenters in six Midwestern states. It's a return to his previous area of work for Dunink, who was a political director for a local union before, he met, before becoming a Met Council chair. They made both a generous offer and a compelling enough offer that it made it worthwhile for me to take the move now, Dunink said Tuesday. I just had to weigh the security of my family versus where I am now today doing important public service. His term would have been otherwise lasting another year and a half until Dayton leaves office in January 2019. Dunick will not receive any severance pay. Dayton spokesperson Sam Fedig said, well, there's at least that to be said. Uh, anyway, so this is this is how it works. The, the, the Met Council job is a big political appointed position, and given that Mark Dayton was the governor, Officially, <laughs> uh, it was a done deal that it was going to go to uh, a Democrat operative of some sort. Perhaps not necessarily one as ill-suited to the job as Dunink has been for the last two years, but certainly a, a, a Democrat operative. Now, Dunick came from a union where he was, by the way, not a, a carpenter, not a plumber, not a tradesman, but a government affairs wonk. A, polit- a political science graduate doing political science stuff, noshing with politicians, a 
That's what he did. That's what he does. He's been a apparatchik with the DFL system uh, until he got into the farm club, probably in his late teens, all the way through college. One would guess. This is how it usually works. And he's been bouncing back and forth between these union government affairs jobs and actual government jobs and campaign jobs his entire career. This is what you need to think of when you think of, of, of these sorts of jobs. And the reason I bring this up is because these sorts of positions live on pork. And boy, has the mother of all hogs been dropped on some of these people this last week or so. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders. I'm very thankful for the year that we just had. We've been asked often what makes us different from other roofing companies, and the difference is is that we care. We're not the only company who cares. We're not the only company that does a good job roofing. The difference is who we ultimately work for. Colossians 323 is not just a tagline for us. We want to do a good job, but ultimately we want to work heartily as unto the Lord, first, foremost, and finally. So we have a a new guy that's with us now. Hey, I'm Tim, the newest member, and uh, I am super glad to be working with and for Kingdom Builders. Got a roofing question? Give us a call today. Hi, this is Eric with Kingdom Builders Roofing. Keep in mind, we also do all types of commercial flat roofing. Hi, this is Josh with the Kingdom Builders. Call today for an estimate at 612-900-9166 or look us up online at thekingdombuilders.net. If you have hair loss, then I have great news for you. This is Mike Greenley, familiar voice with Minnesota hockey fans. I urge you to log on to INeedMoreHair.com. I'd like to introduce you to the only permanent solution to hair loss, INeedMoreHair.com. You will find some of the most experienced hair transplant specialists in Minnesota. Their doctors have given patients from around the world, including some of the most prominent celebrities, a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. If you have hair loss and want more hair, go to INeedMoreHair.com. Here's the best part. Their technique is so advanced, their results are guaranteed in writing, and their prices are the best in the business. Prices as low as $3 per graft. Their office is conveniently located in Egan, near 35E and Diffley Road. INeedMoreHair.com will allow you to see a more confident reflection of yourself. That's INeedMoreHair.com. The consultations are free, and the results are amazing. Check out INeedMoreHair.com for complete details. That's INeedMoreHair.com. Experience you can trust. Prices you can afford. Giving your computer problems the boots. Arby's Computer Service. Hi, everybody. Randy from Arby's Computer Service. Let's talk managed services. Managed services is when you let a company like ours take over the responsibilities of keeping all of your computers and servers protected and running efficiently. We keep your systems patched, keep antivirus protection on all of your systems, provide a way to filter out much of the malware, manage your backups, and most of all, keep you up and running. This is no easy task and takes you time. Time is money. If your server or even important computer goes down, can you afford this? Let us take care of all this for you, and you can stay focused on being profitable. And don't forget, we also fix your PCs, Macs, cell phones, and tablets, too. Call us today at 763-441-3884. Once again, 763-441-3884. Or find us on the web at rbsmn.com. Giving your computer problems the boots. Arby's Computer Service. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call should you choose to join me, and I hope you do. I saw a werewolf with a Chinese menu in his hand, walking through the streets of Soho in the rain. Talking about the the gravy train that... uh, Progressives have to to pay for themselves and their initiatives and their their staffing needs, if you will. You hear the wolves gathering around the taxpayers' uh, wallets. 
when these things come up. 651-289-4488. Now, here's what you get with you. This is, I mean, we talked about the case of Adam Dunick, and he's nothing unusual there, nothing unusual about him at all. Just an, another inexperienced guy uh, who's kept around the DFL system for his uh, political connections and his political talents, not necessarily his ability to do anything technical or useful, even know anything. I mean, he, he came in from some government affairs office of some union. He ran the Met Council, a, a, a group that needs to be largely eliminated except for managing sewers. And he's going to another government affairs job with another big trade union. That's what they do. And, and if you see people who are involved in, say, say consulting in education, consulting in public affairs, uh, any, any sort of nonprofit work and almost any uh, all of the government unions and the government affairs offices of any uh, private union, private sector union. This is what they are. They are the double and triple A farm clubs for the Democrat Party. Now, when you combine. This progressive M.O. modus operandi of transferring ta- uh, transferring taxpayer money to other progressives. And by the way, the in, add to that the progressive hatred of wealthy people other than progressive plutocrats, naturally, like George Soros, or the progressive party line on, on say, women's issues, and the progressive drive to at least appear to bring a better life uh, through bigger government. Well, here's the deal. Uh, this is a page, uh, post that came out by the City Pages. Uh, this past week, I had to check it twice because the city pages is, has become such a sham, uh, barely a good high school newspaper these days. Uh, but they actually had an interesting story, a good, useful bit of reporting. Uh, governments who are acting on uh, information, I'm making the scare quotes in the air here, if you can see the, the rather jerky video, uh, the information from progressive feminist groups around the country uh, are pouring money into sex traffic in- enforcement based on absurd predictions about the number of prostitutes that supposedly show up for Super Bowls. Here's a piece in the City Pages. Quote, he didn't have to look too hard for supporters. Dallas Police Louis Fel- uh, Sergeant Louis Fellini said the Dallas Morning News that uh, between 30,000 and 100,000 prostitutes were expected to come into town. The stadium only holds 80,000 people. Come on. The call for even more outrageous uh, enforcement was sounded by a study from the Dallas Women's Foundation, which said the throng would include 38,000 underage prostitutes before Super Bowl uh, uh, 49 in Glendale, Arizona, Cindy McCain, wife of Senator John McCain, uh, declared the Super Bowl, quote, the largest human trafficking venue in the planet. Uh, Excuse me. The largest human trafficking venue on the planet. Glendale produced a lengthy public service value uh, video broadcasting the evils of the flesh trade. And, of course, along with all of this went a lot of money, a lot of money to local, well, some money to the local cops, but a lot of money to local women's advocacy groups, a lot of money to nonprofits uh, that, that deal in some way, shape, or another, if, if only rhetorically, with domestic abuse, with sexual abuse, and so forth. A lot of money going to them. The, the takeaway, according to police, not one person was busted for prostitution-related crimes uh, or sex traffic in the days heading up to the game. And by the way, this has happened in, in the last several Super Bowls. Absurd predictions of the amount of... of uh, victimization by prostitution that was going to happen uh and almost none of it occurring but that didn't stop the money from being uh passed around uh, this is of course partly a result of progressive delusions about the habits the peccadillos and the appetites of of uh the wealthy who are let's be honest the only people who can ever afford to go to the super bowl Oh, yeah. Minnesota is going to do the same. They're going to be filtering a couple million dollars to the same pack of jackals, the same pack of werewolves uh, chewing away at your wallet that has been passed around at the last couple of Super Bowls. Uh, apparently, we're going to have to find, if you believe them, we're going to have to find room for 100,000 prostitutes and presumably a good 25,000 Johns to say number, uh, say nothing of all the uh, people that they'll be serving. And that's... Gosh, that's that's a ratio of about 
two prostitutes for every person that can fit into the into the U.S. Bank Stadium, isn't it? I, that's that's some customer service. Anyway, this is where your taxpayer dollars are going. Uh, let's go to the phone, St. Louis Park. Mark, you're on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hi, man. It's good to talk to you. It's a true story. A couple years ago in the Star Tribune metro section in spring, uh, the chairman and the commissioners wanted to spend a couple million dollars on how to increase minority participation in the parks and what is keeping minorities from coming, what is hindering them from coming. And I looked at the picture, it showed a white guy with a, like a parka, like in 50 below weather in the middle of January, walking around Lake Calhoun. Yeah. So this is, this is the spring. So I decided, you know what? There's a 70-degree day this week. I'm going to check out Lake Calhoun. I went down there that, that day. It hit 71. And at least three-quarters of the people around Lake Calhoun were minorities. Yeah. They're, they just weren't stupid enough to be walking around Lake Calhoun <laughs> in minus 50 weather during January. Oh, I know. And I, this reminds me. Guy, I would say three-quarters, all the benches were taken up by minorities. And I was, uh, I'm not a minority, probably a quarter of the people, around a quarter were non-minorities. Right. And they wanted to spend a couple million dollars to find out why, minor, what was keeping minorities from coming to the lakes, <laughs> uh, what were the barriers, and how yeah. to increase their access. Just nice weather. It, Jesus Christ, don't spend a penny. This is, the, yeah, ex- I'll, exactly. I'll uh, uh, no, this is a story. Absolutely. No, I totally believe it. And I've got another story to follow it up with. You just brought to mind here. And, and, and of course, what happened, uh, your story is better than mine in as much as what this means is it's government transferring more money to more nonprofits that support it. Thanks for your call, Mark. It reminds me of a story, possibly, but probably not apocryphal. That happened in the 1980s. In, in the 1980s, the, uh, the the Pentagon sent a note, uh, we were told, to the North Dakota National Guard saying that they needed to get more African-Americans uh, into their, their, their ranks. Now, at that time, African-Americans were extremely rare in North Dakota. And I testify, as having lived there at the time, and, and I mean, I was what, 18 before I met an African-American face-to-face. I mean, it was a very white part of the country. Uh, for whatever reason, African-Americans, even Latinos, didn't move there back then. Anyway, the, the National Guard got a letter from the Pentagon saying that uh, since whatever percentage of the state was African-American, they needed to make sure that that same percentage uh, of their uh, non-commissioned officer and commissioned officer ranks were also African-American. And let's just say that was is 1%, which is probably accurate enough. Population of 600,000, 6,000 African-Americans would need to be, uh, so so 1% of the North Dakota National Guard officer and NCO ranks would have to be African-American. Well, the North Dakota National Guard wrote back to the Pentagon and said, of North Dakota's African-Americans, the vast majority are here in the Air Force already, and being members of the Air Force, they're not members of the National Guard. They don't have time to be in two branches of the military simultaneously. Don't believe, technically speaking, it's even legal to be a member of two different branches of the military simultaneously, at least not serving at the same time simultaneously. They were all, anyway, uh, African-Americans in North Dakota at that time were overwhelmingly either members of the Air Force or students at the university. Now, that's changed, by the way. I went back to my hometown and and, I was somewhat amazed by how relatively diverse, I'd say relatively diverse, the place had gotten since I left 32 years ago. But that's all relative, and you never know how things are going to change over the course of 30 years. By the way, when I was home last, Walmart in uh, Jamestown, North Dakota, was advertising for $14.75 an hour. Uh, to work uh, graveyard shift stocking, fourteen seventy five an hour. By the way, the cost of living up there is much lower than it is here, much lower. And uh, it, so, in other words, it's it's a living wage that no one has to tell them to pay because that's what labor costs up there. We'll be talking about minimum wages and the costs of labor uh, later on in the broadcast here today. We have uh, our old friend Marty Newman. Uh, from Keegan's Irish Pub will be joining us to talk about the uh, the, the big new news from Minneapolis, the brand-new minimum wage uh, law that was just passed officially, I believe, passed yesterday or Thursday 
in Minneapolis, making the minimum wage now fifteen well, over the course of the next five years, fifteen dollars an hour in Minneapolis. Uh, seven years if you're a small business, and by small we mean very small business. Also, I believe passing the uh, sick time ordinance where employees earn an hour of sick time for every 30 hours they work uh, to be spent uh, any way they want to. Uh, And we were talking about the impact that's going to be having on businesses, especially small uh, businesses in Minneapolis. We'll be talking about that when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Hi folks, Mitch Berg here. Spring and summer are finally here, and after the winter we just had, now is the time to call Thompson Building and Remodeling to inspect the roof and gutters on your home. Snow and ice dams have damaged thousands of roofs and gutters. Thompson Building and Remodeling is a certified master shingler, so your home will receive only the best roofing and leafless gutter systems installed properly. Protect your biggest investment. Call 651-487-5318 today. That's 651-487-5318. Or find them on the web at thompsonpros.com. When I found out I was pregnant, I panicked. I was afraid, feeling pressured. I didn't know what else to do. I was nine weeks along and didn't know there were other options. I didn't know the baby already had a beating heart. I didn't know there were couples waiting to adopt. I called the confidential hotline and learned the facts. I found an option that both my baby and I can live with. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. So often we get calls just like this from men and women seeking help and alternatives. Our 800 hotline connects callers to the services they need for pregnancy, adoption, as well as post-abortion assistance. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of confidential counseling or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out on the web, prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. Pro-Life Across America. Good day, eh? Welcome to our show. Hey, good day to you too, Ozer. It's a wet one out there, and with all this water, you know what that makes me think of? Yeah, you don't have to water your lawn? Well, that's a good thing, too. But no, really, all weather pools and hot tubs from Premier Pool and Spa. Yeah, some of the bridges may be out, but you can still get to the showroom and see all of them right here in Chanhassen, eh? You know, some places that'll let you get into the tubs, but getting into the tubs right on the showroom floor at Premier Pool and Spa is not only okay, it's recommended. Yeah, how do you know if you'd like the feel of it? If you never sat in one, eh? You know, Arctic is truly a cold weather spa, and winter right now is the furthest thing from our minds, but it's just what these spas are truly made for. Yeah, Hoser. They're built for the cold and easy on your wallet, too, eh? You know, it's better to pay up front instead of for the next 20 years. Yeah, because that's how long an Arctic spa can last. Save on all the Arctic spas today. Visit Premier Pool in Chanhassen today. PremierPools.com. Premier Pools and Spa, where we take fun seriously, eh? PremierPools.com. Have you heard of the summer slide? Well, it's not as fun as it sounds. It's impacting our children's education and not in a good way. Studies show that most students lose two months' worth of math skills during summer vacation. Thankfully, Mathnasium Learning Centers are here to prevent learning loss and help kids get ahead. With over 600 locations worldwide, we're breaking the summer slide trend. Visit Mathnasium.com today. Call 877-601-MATH or go to Mathnasium. AM1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call. Join me, won't you please? That's me. Like, for example, this airtime. Heck no. You know it, baby. Everybody sing along. (laughs) 
significant as the only Van Halen song I can actually modestly do on guitar very well. 651-289-4488, the number to call, won't you please? Uh, my name, Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info. My book, Trollbert, a comic novella about the end of the world as we know it. Been on the market for two years now, still selling uh, in, in fits and starts. Every once in a while, I get a good review and uh, move a few more copies, and uh, and the vacation fund gets another couple bucks. I thank you all for that. Uh, anyway, it's still on the market to be joined shortly by the debut release of one of my bands, The Supreme Soviet of Love, uh, just sort of slowly ticking off those items from my bucket list. Got the book, got the album. Movie might take a little bit of work, but once I set my mind to something, years and years and years later, it may just happen. So I uh, hope to see. Oh, by the way, the show, of course, was one of them, too. I just yeah, hey, wanted to have another show at some point in my life uh, after I lost my first one at age 24. And here I am, uh, 30 years later, chugging right along. Uh, by the way, doing this show for... 13 years now, going on 14 years, dominating Twin Cities Weekend Radio. Ergo, dominating Twin Cities Weekend Radio. Uh, Radio in general, come to think of it. By the way, speaking of uh, news this past week, uh, this is one of the things where where, uh, I've been on the record as not being a huge fan of Donald Trump since the moment he announced. I mean, and I was like most pundits, real pundits and fake ones like myself, who who didn't think that Trump had a chance of getting anywhere, who thought it was, the whole thing was a sham, who thought the whole thing was just basically publicity for his next, I don't know, next round of Apprentice or whatever. And I was wrong. And, and, and like most pundits, most every pundit, I was wrong about Donald Trump. And one of the things I've learned about Trump as, as vexing as he can be and as badly as he needs to put away his phone in, in, in some ways although I think the, the, the distraction that, that his Twitter account uh, causes the media is pure genius. Uh, still, some of the things he says are just make my, make my teeth hurt from anger, from just going, well, why, why are you so stupid? I'll be honest. He's a genius in some ways, and, and yet in some ways I just want to smack him upside the head. But if there's one thing I've learned and that a lot of Democrats haven't, and certainly our media is too stupid and self-absorbed to learn, it's that you never take what he says at face value. You never take what Donald Trump says or does at face value. There's another level to it. It's the opening gambit in negotiation, and it's going to be a misdirection. It's going to be a feint. It's going to be a head fake. And it's it's going to be it's 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 going to be something to draw your attention or the media's attention away from what's really going on. It's going to be attempt to get a result that isn't necessarily the result you'd think would be expected. Now, this is the story that came out, I believe, Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, Donald Trump uh, made a claim right after the election that he didn't won he did, that he didn't win the popular vote. Because there were millions of fraudulent votes across the country during the election. Now, when you listen to mainstream media outlets like National Public Radio say this, they immediately postfix that with, there's no evidence of that happening. There is no evidence, they, no evidence whatsoever that this happened. No evidence anywhere. I mean, it, it comes out three or four times in any interview, the phrase, there is no evidence of this in every interview, which to me, seems to fall into the category of me thinks thou doth protest too much. But that's just me. I was an English major. I find those little bits of, of, of symbolism and narrative, and they sometimes lead you in the right direction, and they sometimes don't. But in any way, because it's not true, there is evidence of, of voter fraud in this country, and we'll come back to that in just a moment here. But what happened was the, the, the president set up a commission on voter fraud. It's a commission with no particular legal bearing to it. It's not a official attorney general's investigation. It's not all on the order of the civil rights uh, investigations of, of, uh, of voting laws that disenfranchise swaths of the population. It's just a group of people put commissioned by the president to go out and gather facts about 
vulnerabilities and issues related to voter registration. And so this commission sent out a request to the various secretaries of state, the 50 secretaries of state uh, and whoever's in charge of voting in D.C. to just get publicly available information. But in fact, I got a copy of the request. This is the request that went out to the secretaries of state. In addition, in order for the commission to fully analyze vulnerabilities and issues related to voter registration and voting, I am requesting that you provide the commission the, this is important, publicly available voter roll data for your state, including, if publicly available under the laws of your state, the first uh, full first and last names of all registrants, middle names or initials if available, addresses, dates of birth, political party if recorded in your state, last four digits of social security number if available, voter history, in other words, elections voted in, which is what they track, they don't track who you vote for, just whether you voted from 2006 onward, Active, inactive status, canceled status, information regarding any felony convictions, information regarding voter registration in another state, information regarding military status and overseas citizen information, which, by the way, is information you can get from the Secretary of State's office. It might cost you 50 bucks at the most, but you can get that information. It's publicly available. It's, it's something that they print out. They have it on a computer. It's available to anyone who wants it. And yet, a number of secretaries of state, including Minnesota's secretary of state, Steve Simon, made a very public show of, of, of declining the commission's request for this information. Steve Simon said something cutesy and, and denigrating, like, I don't, don't think this commission has any integrity. And... That was studying the fact that, oh, and by the way, the, the left's uh, minions of, of, inf- of, of noise were out attacking this. So this would be a, provide a chilling effect on, on, on voting, which is interesting because this is all, again, information that's publicly available under the laws of the various states. People provide this information to vote. Whether they exist or not, they provide this information. This is what is what goes into making a voter registration, which is the information that these voter in registration drives that the left is always throwing is gathering from people. So if this commission is putting a chilling effect on voting, it's no more of a chilling effect than voter registration itself does. Anyway, Steve Simon and a number of other secretaries of state have declined to participate in this exercise. And and I've heard some of my friends say, well, this just shows he has something to hide. And and, uh, in my heart of hearts, I do believe that they are hiding something. I I believe that they are. I, I believe that there is voter fraud, and I believe the Democrat Party knows all about it. Can I prove it? Well... I mean, it's happened. We know for a fact that Al Franken is center today because of voter fraud. In 2008, we know that well over a thousand felons who had not yet had their rights to vote restored voted in the election. We know this for a fact. We know for a fact that a th- over a th- well over a thousand people who weren't supposed to vote cast ballots in that election. And That's just the ones we can objectively absolutely prove we're not supposed to vote because there's a paper trail saying person X does not have the right to vote at this time in their life because they're a felon who's not had their rights restored. Now, remember, Al Franken started out that recount 200 and some votes down, ended 200 and some votes ahead. So there's a swing of 500 votes found in the recount. Let's just assume the recount itself was not fraudulent. <clears throat> we'll assume it. And just say that it was a matter of, of counting the ballots correctly. A thousand felons, and, and there was a survey done at the time that showed that paroled felons voted 80% Democrat. Something I remember from the time, I can't provide a citation for it, so you can take my word for it or not. It's up to you. 
Does it? Does that factoid pass the sniff test to you? Well, if it doesn't, it may say more about your uh, about your assumptions about the issue than than it does about the fact itself. But but there's been other when they say there's no evidence of voter fraud. I mean, this is evidence of voter fraud. We we have the Minnesota Voters Alliance uh, information that came out a few years ago showing thousands and thousands and thousands of people who registered to vote whose address who turned out not to be at their addresses, including, in one case, nine people who were registered to vote listing a home address as a local laundromat. And so when you hear Ari Shapiro saying, there's no evidence of voter fraud, there's no evidence of voter fraud, there's no evidence of voter fraud, three times in one godforsaken interview, you want to say, hey, there's evidence of voter fraud. There really, truly, 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 truly is evidence. Maybe not a ironclad conclusion. But if you can look at this and say there's no evidence of voter fraud, then it's because you have your head jammed so far down in the sand that your toenails aren't seeing the light of day. Now, there's more to this story, I think. Like, as I said at the beginning of the segment, when you follow Trump long enough, you start to realize that the purpose that you see at the top of the story isn't necessarily what the story's about. I'll talk about that when I come back. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. His eyes darted between the blue wire and then the red wire. Back to the blue, back to the red. A bead of sweat dropped from his brow to his hand, which grasped a pair of pliers. He took a deep breath, steadied himself, and cut both with one swift squeeze of his tool. (coughs) The boy screamed as the doctor pried the braces from his teeth. If this 20-second performance made you feel something, imagine what an entire Audible book can do. Visit audible.com to start your free 30-day trial. New windows for America. As a single female homeowner, I have heard all the stories. I've worked with New Windows for America on two projects, and they have been professional, courteous, and reasonably priced with quality work. I would not hesitate to use them again. I appreciated the excellent communication and follow-up as well. Thanks for a job well done. That's a written testimonial from Lisa, just one of nearly 5,000 positive references from New Windows for America's customers. New Windows for America does more than just windows. They can insulate your attic, replace your tub or shower, and even do metal roofing. Google New Windows for America today and check out their bathroom insulation and metal roofing products. This top-of-the-line home improvement company is doing just that, improving all areas of your home. If you're looking for a job well done, do yourself a favor and call New Windows for America. New Windows for America. Life is expensive. Having a second income now and through retirement will allow you to live life the way you want and avoid being married to your job. In just a few hours a week, you can learn the skills to profit from trading and investing by using our proven rules-based strategy at Online Trading Academy. We focus on low-risk, high-reward trades that mirror the tools Wall Street uses to make that second income so you never outlive your retirement dollars while providing you life's most precious asset, time. Let's get you on a path to financial freedom, allowing you to live the life you've always dreamed of. Call OTA at pound 250 on your cell phone for a free investing workshop or register at learnwithota.com. Again, that's learnwithota.com. Online Trading Academy Radio. Benjamin Franklin Plumbing is celebrating seniors and their contribution to our community. Benjamin Franklin, the punctual plumber, is offering all seniors 20% off their plumbing services every Wednesday. Take advantage of Ben Franklin's senior discount. That's 20% off your plumbing services every Wednesday. If there's any delay, it's you they pay. Call Ben Franklin, the punctual plumber, 
at 877-BEN-1776. If there's any AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call. Don't forget Brad Carlson on tomorrow, 2 to 3. By the way, I, I misspoke. A week or so ago, I filled in for Brad on the Sunday edition of the Northern Alliance, the closer edition, when he was off on assignment. I can see the I said that he uh, he was out on assignment, and therefore we missed talking with Miss Minnesota on the air. Of course, I underestimated Brad. He and I should have known this. I'm kind of chagrined I didn't catch this, but Miss Minnesota's on a Saturday night. Brad Carlson had her on the following Sunday, the week before I filled in for her. So. Brad wins. <laughs> no, I, I, I regret the uh, I regret the misinformation. <laughs> Just further proof that uh, if you want to stay up to date on Miss Minnesota information, it's it's all through Brad Carlson. That's the way to go. Your one stop shop, and, and of course for everything else that uh, takes place and transpires in Minnesota politics, Minnesota social life, Minnesota pop culture. It's all here on the Northern Alliance uh, Radio ne- Network, especially especially Brad. Uh, 651-289-4488 is the number to call uh, should you choose to join us. I hope you will. Now, I was talking before the break about uh, about uh, the Trump uh, Voter Fraud Commission's uh, request for data from uh, the state's publicly available data, uh, stuff that you can get, you and I can walk into the Secretary of State's office and pay for the copies of, should we be so inclined. And I mean, it's stuff that's not illegal to get because anyone can do it, right? And and so you're 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 talking about minimal information here. And and by the way, I heard one one uh, one commentator yesterday from the left saying well it doesn't even talk about the expense involved whenever the left talks about and the secretaries of state involved are all democrats of course don't want to con- you know, collaborate with trump if you're a democrat uh and certainly you don't want to give away the secret to all those uh, wins uh, electorally speaking but the whenever they start complaining about the expense Bear in mind, they have all this information already, and you can get it yourself for about 50 bucks for a copy of your state's voter rolls. But whenever they start talking about expense, this is their way of being passive-aggressive, trying to keep information from you that you have every right to have. For example, they will frequently, if you make a freedom of information request, they will frequently tack on a photocopying fee uh, to cover the time and and, and involved in, in creating the copies that they're sending to you. That's far above and beyond what you'd pay in real life for this for, for these copies and the clerical time that goes into getting them or more usually these days printing them out let's be honest uh, this is just their way of being passive aggressive and and do I think they're covering something up I think the odds are good that some of them are covering something I think the odds are even better that a lot of them have got a, a little bit of uh, some skeletons uh, in their closet to cover for here. But what I think is most likely is that uh, Donald Trump knows that he's not going to get this cooperation from a whole lot of these Democrat secretaries of state. And whether he needs it or not, whether he's even serious about pursuing voter fraud or not, it's not so much the information he needs. It's not so much the information that he'd get from these secretaries of state that would serve his purpose in, in holding this inquiry, in impaneling this commission. The information doesn't matter nearly so much to him for his purposes as does getting their refusal on the record. Because that's what this is about, not so much showing that there is electoral fraud as creating the impression that there is a class of people in this Democratic Democrat, Secretaries of State who are invested in keeping that 
secret from the people. And whether we have hard evidence of that or not, as we learned during the election, not just Trump's election, but but lots of elections before that, appearances count for more than facts to an awful lot of people. And Trump gets that. And for that matter, so does the media that is dedicated to Trump's downfall. It's we, we know this to be a fact. And so don't take this at face. I'm going to advise you not to take this story at face value. This story has a lot less to do with finding voter fraud and having a lot more has a lot more to do with giving people a talking point, a chanting point, a point of uh, a, a, a point of, of uh, a point of discussion to say, hey, this is this is what's going on out there and not cooperating with this thoroughly legal investigation of public data that anyone can get. Literally anyone can get it. And and all of the stuff that you're hearing from the left about this, by the way, I mean the other one I heard yesterday was uh, was this this could in addition to the chilling effect it could have, it, it, they forgot to point out that the Voter Registration Act, which is federal law, uh, means that there's a due process you have to go to at the state level before you can can kick voters off the voter rolls, even if you find that they're fraudulent. And nobody's talked about repealing that, least of all Trump. That's what makes me think that this thing has nothing to do, nothing whatsoever to do with with necessarily even attacking the idea of voter fraud. But just diminishing confidence in the people who are insisting that there could not be anything possible to see there and just keep moving along, citizen. Nothing to see here people know your place and as far as that goes if that's what's going on i think it's brilliant i mean i i'm not thrilled with the idea of of confidence in our electoral system falling but if there are grounds and reasons for it to fall to diminish to collapse then that's even more disappointing that's even more disturbing that's a bigger worry Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot, a 4th of July weekend. Marty Newman joins us after the break to talk about the $15 an hour minimum wage. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Eldridge and Stockwell were able to provide us with that information that we needed to actually end up putting the offer on it. They made the entire process, which is pretty complicated, to be very, very smooth. That made it very pleasant and easy. They were like a, a partner in my efforts to find my dream home that I'm in now. I'm Don. And I'm Jason. Let us know how we can help you. 651-400-0773. 651-400-0773. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. I've been telling you about Relief Factor for about six months now. I've been using Relief Factor for a lot longer than that. Just like you, I've heard about Relief Factor on the radio, and I simply had to try it because I had hip and knee pain that wasn't going away. Well, it worked for me in about two and a half weeks, so I asked them if I could endorse the product. That's a true story. Now I'm hearing from listeners everywhere, like Tim from Pennsylvania, who wrote, Pain I had lived with for three to four years has completely disappeared. After two months of Relief Factor, it has totally vanished. I'll be 72 in March, and I feel at least 10 years younger. It's great to be pain-free again. It sure is. If you're struggling with ongoing back or neck pain, shoulder, hip, knee pain, general muscle aches and pain, do what I did. Go to relieffactor.com. Order their three-week quick start for just $19.95. Try it for three weeks, $19.95, relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com, or call toll-free, 800-500-8384, 800-500-8384. Want to stand where the Apostle Paul preached or where John wrote the book of Revelation? Would you like to see where Jesus was born, baptized, or where he delivered his Sermon on the Mount? From the ancient roots of faith to today's iconic places of worship, Travel Leaders Apple Valley can direct you to your dream travel destination. Combining faith with travel, Travel Leaders Apple Valley offers a variety of vacations where you can delight in the local culture while deepening your spiritual connections. Scripture comes to life when you stand where the ancient text 
next happened. Inspirational journeys to breathtaking places is the vacation of a lifetime. You'll travel better with Travel Leaders Apple Valley, and you'll get the attention, expertise, and exclusive advantages you deserve. Contact Travel Leaders Apple Valley at 952-432-6272. That's 952-432-6272. And online at travelleaders.com slash applevalleymn. Blue Ox Heating and Air. Call Blue Ox Heating and Air now for their legendary $49 preseason air conditioner tune-up. And if your AC unit needs repair, the tune-up fee counts toward the cost. Ask about the Blue Ox No Breakdown All Summer Guarantee. Call for complete details. That's 7634 Blue Ox. Or find them online at gobluox.com. Blue Ox Heating and Air. Legendary service. Install and repair. We'll fix anything with legendary care. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 